Happy Wednesday. It's Hump Day. It's Minnesota Today on February 28th. I'm Phil Picardi with all of the Minnesota news. Thousands of people are expected to attend today's public memorial service for three Burnsville first responders fatally shot in the line of duty last week. The service for police officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Rugi and firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth is at Grace Church in Eden Prairie. Organizers expect the venue to reach capacity with law enforcement officers, firefighters, and paramedics from across the U.S. Howie Padilla is a spokesperson for the State Department of Public Safety. There are so many elements that make this an unprecedented event. So much of this memorial service will be like nothing Minnesota has ever seen. A procession from Eden Prairie to Burnsville will follow that service. Meanwhile, the owner of a Burnsville gun shop says a firearm connected to the deaths of the three first responders has been traced to his store and may have been obtained through a straw buyer. Alleged shooter Shannon Gooden was barred from having guns because of a past felony conviction. The modern sportsman gun shop owner John McConkie says an out-of-state retailer shipped part of an AR-15 found in Gooden's home to his store for transfer. He says someone other than Gooden passed the required background check and picked up the piece last month. Republicans in the Minnesota Senate hope to have a more significant role in this year's legislative session. GOP lawmakers say speedy work last year led to mistakes in tax and education bills. Last year, the DFL-controlled legislature adopted a K-12 funding bill that boosted spending to schools by more than $2 billion. But Republicans say the law includes too much red tape. And Senator Jason Rarick of Pine City says Republicans will aim to strip its new curriculum, discipline, and hiring requirements. We know every school has their own unique needs and services. And a one-size-fits-all approach doesn't work. We are proposing that we keep the 2023 funding levels, but remove the mandates to allow the schools to make locally driven decisions about what is best for their students and staff. The proposal would need DFL backing to advance Democrats to hold narrow majorities in both the House and Senate. Last night, politically active Minnesotans attended precinct caucuses. The meetings begin the process of electing delegates to local, regional, state, and national conventions. Candessa Hadsall was at one of 28 Democratic caucus meetings held at Kennedy High School in Bloomington. I'm concerned about all of the people that think that they're not going to vote this time because they don't like either choice. Or I hear all these young people that I work with a lot who think that it's the people when it's actually the issues and not just one issue but multiple issues. Next Tuesday, Minnesotans have an opportunity to weigh in on the presidential nominating contest. Minnesota is one of more than a dozen states casting primary votes on Super Tuesday. The next top regulator for Minnesota's evolving legal marijuana industry will come from a pool of 138 applicants. That's how many people put themselves into consideration to run the Office of Cannabis Management by the deadline on Monday. That is slightly fewer applications than last summer when Governor Wall selected the first office leader. That director, however, resigned after one day on the job when her business record came under scrutiny. Walls hopes to pick a cannabis office leader by summer. In sports, the Timberwolves beat the San Antonio Spurs last night, 114-105. Anthony Edwards scored 34. The Wolves host the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. 
The Wild lost to the Carolina Panthers last night, 3-2. The Minnesota professional women's hockey team lost to Toronto, 4-3. The Gopher women's basketball team hosts all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark and the Iowa Hawkeyes tonight. The Gopher men's basketball team plays at Illinois. It'll be chilly today, but warmer tomorrow. Mostly sunny skies in our forecast. High temperatures between 8 and 24 degrees. Clear skies tonight, low temperatures 3 below to around 18 above, and then not as cool tomorrow. Sunny skies, high temperatures in the 40s and 50s, but cooler, low 20s to low 30s near Lake Superior. That's it. That's the Minnesota Today podcast for the last Wednesday of February. Emily Reese has the update this afternoon.